And welcome to Story Boys. And there you are. Hey, come on in. Welcome to Story Boys. Oh, hey, there you are. Welcome. Come on in. Come on in. Take your shoes off. Welcome to Story Boys. Grab that tea from the counter and listen to us. Would you just listen to us for a second? few seconds my name is max i am a story boy who are you uh my name is skyler and i am also a story boy and we are here on max's new mic Mm. and we are going to tell you a story today listen to max's moist vocal folds gently slapping together for your entertainment you can now hear my laugh and you can hear all the cells that rub against each other so that you can hear them vividly what what (laughs) what do you mean what (laughs) well max i've got good news for you what's the news tell me the news the news that i have for you today is that it's my turn to tell a story i'm so excited that i don't have to go through the anxiety of telling a story are you anxious Anxious? Uh, me anxious no (laughs) come on no no way you sound like you're sweating bullets over there Okay, are you ready for my, are you prepared? What's your, uh, like, how would you rate your your preparedness for my story today? I'm prepared like 8 out of 10 because I'm afraid to type because I'm afraid that you're going to hear all of the clicking clicking and clacking from my laptop. No, I'm just ready to get started. I'm a 10 out of 10 now. Oh, perfect. I'm so glad to hear. Thank you. I'll go ahead and begin now. Thanks, I'm comfortable. Great, great. Okay, here's my story. Today's story begins <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> In the beginning, there was nothing. Oh. <laughs> and from that nothing, suddenly there was something. And in a blink of an eye, two entities appeared. And they were formless and and nameless. Mm. And the second they blinked in, it was as if they had always been. That's beautiful. The second that they snap into existence, the two entities begin to search for purpose search for meaning for form for function Mm. uh, searching just for anything the first form the first presence decides on searching for a physical form this form first takes the shape of supercharged clouds of energy Mm. bolts of lightning jolting in and out of this shapeless form over time the energy cools down and starts to condense you see large chunks of of matter slowly amalgamating and cooling down into even larger chunks of matter while this is happening the second presence decides to search for meaning irregardless of form This search takes the presence 
far and wide. This presence is silent for most of the time. If you listen really closely, you can hear the form occasionally utter hmms and ha, which is the only indication of this form's presence. This goes on for some time. Eventually, the first form, which had searched for physical form, has not only consolidated to physical matter, but is a enormously complex system of matter with objects ambulating around and objects that are large and bright and objects that are small and dim. And the more you look at this shape, the deeper it seems to be. It seems that every square inch of this form is filled with something, no matter how large or small a perspective, you can pinpoint something within this infinite shape of matter. The second mm -hmm. form has been quiet for a long time. In fact, the first uh, presence uh, is so entranced with their own tasks that sometimes they forget that the second uh, the second presence even existed in the first place. It's it's so long since since Chekin's time stretches farther than than imagination could could ever see until one moment the second presence makes itself known and it says to the first presence it's time to start again and the first presence whose whose form is infinite says how could you say that i've spent all of this time and effort to become infinitely complex how could you say that it's time to start again? All of this work has gone into this. And I've seen you do nothing throughout this. What gives you the right to decide that it's time to start again? And the second presence says, I've seen it and I see where this path ends. And I tell you, it's time to start again. And the first form says, forget it, not gonna happen. I know what I'm doing. I've come this far without you. I don't need you. And the second presence goes silent. The first form continues its business. Things are expanding in, in size and in complexity for an incalculable more amount of time until one day the first presence realizes just a split second too late that it's expanded past the boundaries of its own sentience and mm -hmm. in that moment of realization the first presence completely vanishes the second presence speaks up seemingly to nobody and everybody at once. And it says, 
well, I guess it's time to start again. And in an instant, two presences appear out of nowhere. And that's the end of my story. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Wow, that's such a fun one. We have so much we can talk about here. Right. This is a deep one. This is a deep one. This is a deep one. Okay. Um, may I may I quickly summarize your story? If you if you're up to the task, partner, sure. Two formless entities are created. Mm-hmm. One of them creates a ton of matter. And becomes really high powered and lots of bright everything is just extra. The other one is just going around saying, hmm, ha, trying to find meaning. (laughs) (laughs) Then number two says it's time to start again. Number one's like, no, no, no. And they doesn't they don't listen and they end up losing control and they vanish. And number two says, time to start again, and it just resets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful story. Okay, what's your first impression, Skylar? Um, first of all, can I ask you maybe what did you eat today that made you come up with this? What kind of vitamins are you on? I'm on all the vitamins. Name the vitamin. I'm taking it, <laughs> I guess. You, so this is what happens when you've eaten every vitamin possible. I, you have every vitamin. I have a medicine cabinet that's chock-a-block full of vitamins. And sometimes I don't know if I'm doubling up on you know the fish oils and the alpha omega-3s fatty acids and and all of that Um, but i guess i hit a a specific combination today to inspire me to this particular story that i've told you yeah those weren't smarties those were the flintstones vitamins that you've taken too many of (laughs) you've eaten an entire container of them and then you've come up with this existential crisis (laughs) right before this i just finished (laughs) choking down a whole tube of those flintstone vitamins that is chalky boys sort of got them all up into one and uh, choked him down. Yeah. Yeah, we've got to figure out how to make this um, this podcast not about death today. <laughs> we've got to figure <laughs> something out. So, uh, I mean, I'm... Yes. <laughs> Bring up the Flintstones vitamins. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. First impressions. Um, I think that the scope of this story is a little bit larger than most of the other stories Massive. that we deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I, I, all of our stories are immaculately conceived. And from the beginning, they were fully fledged, fully fleshed out stories. We just kind of discovered them along the way. You know how sometimes you'll hear composers talk about composing and they'll say, it feels like I didn't write it. It just kind of happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mozart once told me that when he was writing his music that it just kind of happened. Mozart famously, yeah, like you ran into him at like a party and he was like, sometimes I feel like I'm not writing my own music. It just kind of, I'm taken over by something and it's it's just fully formed right away. Yeah, that's what I've heard from Mozart and all the other dead composers. Okay, go on. Um, And I think that's what this story is, is like it felt, you know, I was telling it in the moment but it also mm-hmm. like wasn't my voice telling did you hear that like how it wasn't my voice telling it the whole time i um 
I actually was hallucinating during it, so I don't really know. I wasn't really listening to the voice. I was just kind of living in the situation. Yeah, it's like my mouth was moving in it. to the words, and I could feel that, and it, it the, I felt the vibrations of me speaking, but then the, the, <laughs> the words and sentences that were pouring out of me were... Uh, about an octave deeper than than my normal speaking voice, and I'm not going to edit. That's funny. That in, by the way, suddenly there was something, and in a blink of an eye, two entities appeared. I was hoping that you had mentioned that you actually didn't say anything. All you did was go. <gasps> Into the microphone. For about six minutes. For about six minutes. Only six minutes, though. I'd like to also mention this was the shortest story you've ever come up with. Yeah, I mean, some stories are just simpler than others. I think, you know, kick it down to brass tacks. This is just a simple, simple story. Yeah. Look how much you've um, grown as a storyteller that you're now telling stories that are so beyond everybody that's listening. (laughs) to the podcast you think the story is above the heads of all of our listeners you think so probably probably if this was above your head please send us a message on instagram <laughs> tell if you us, <laughs> tell us that your, our stories are beyond you if now. you need me to explain it to you feel free to reach out and i'll do my best okay were you even listening okay so for the purpose of the story are we going to refer to them as entity one and entity two or just number one and number two you can say number one or number two. I think that's fine. Okay. Um, so what's the theme of the story? If you had to give a word. This <laughs> you could theme. Think about it. And I'll answer too. In a moment. Like many of my stories is one of cycles. Okay. What do you think? You like to give like a noun when you talk about themes. <laughs> and I like to give like an adjective. Okay. Well, I guess, wait, maybe this is. Crunchy also a noun loneliness you interpret a lot of my stories of stories about loneliness this isn't the first time i mean i think both of us have loneliness stories but yes i get it well first of all talk about cycles tell me a little about cycles and then i'll talk about loneliness um i think that like the bus stop story is a clear cycle story um okay i we've done about nine of these episodes i forget the other ones that i told but i think they're about cycles too probably they're all mysterious cycles where you don't know what's going to happen and it just re- resets anyway. You have a lot of these I got, resets. I got a lot of, a lot of these cycle stories. Um, Are you looking for a reset here? You don't seem to be. In normal conversation, you're not looking for a reset. Do you want to say that again? You do want me to say that? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. You like it? I didn't even catch that. <laughs> I, you're like what did it not come through are, so maybe maybe subconsciously you're just really thinking like so reincarnation or so time travel in your head is that are those things that you think about often no only only this i, I think it, it the, the instinct that drives my creation of cyclical stories is mm-hmm. you know you ever you work with with bands <laughs> You're a you're a band yes. boy. I'm a band boy. You know how sure. like sometimes you'll do a passage and then you stop it and then oh. you say do it again. 
Oh, so it's not much of a like a life cycle. It's like a monotony cycle, like more of like a daily or even smaller tokens. Of I think we're cycle. we're bound to do do it again, do it one last time. You know, that's that's what I always say when I'm working with the bandits. I say, okay, this is the last time. I promise. And it, but it's not the last time. It's never the last time. So again, you know, so it's. I think we're doomed to to repeat these cycles until we get it right or until i get so tired of hearing something that i move on out of just boredom skylar one of my old students put as their senior quote in the yearbook (laughs) one more time dash mr dabby (laughs) one more time is that the quote that you had hoped would immortalize you on this (laughs) realm no but they they just make fun of me for saying let's do that one more time one more rep and i mean number two is let's say it's it's time to it's time to do that again (laughs) (laughs) and number one is like well i just played that perfectly number two is looking at the massive cloud of energy and like the thunder and the matter just splattered all over the place you're like no i see where i've seen where this ends (laughs) this is you i which one uh, am i the two competing i'm number two are you number one? No, I'm also number two. <laughs> Who's number one then? I mean, I guess students. Or, I mean, you're because you're talking about band. True. It could be number, I don't know. What do you, do you really think you're number one, number two? I think that we all have two parts about us. I think that it's a little bit of left brain, right brain oh. communication is one and two. Yeah. No one knows which brain is what, which one's the creative side. Everyone says it's the left or the right. We don't know. Nobody, science, scientists haven't figured it out yet, so don't even, they really yeah, don't haven't. even tell us. It's not, not worth it. I feel like we're, this is a good story, by the way. Just this is like know. a real, this is like a real thinker. Do you think like I could have just told the story and then we could have sat in silence for 15 minutes of the podcast and then, then we could have come back because people need time. Like this is, if you haven't done this already, listen to the story again, pause the podcast for like 10 or 20 minutes while you really think and then about listen it. to the story again and then listen to the story again and pick up all the details that you missed out on the first time because you weren't listening you were driving and like somebody cut you off and you like missed it it's important to listen to the whole thing all the way through multiple times this one and then and then you can feel like you're up to par to listen to our discussion of it because if you if you've been lost on anything that we've been saying like get ready for some like we're about to jump off into some real cerebral stuff okay i have a good question for you is this a happy ending that's a good question so we have the character number one screws up and doesn't listen to two and it's a big mess so much of a mess that they vanish and then it resets Mm mm-hmm and it's obvious that it's going to be happening again. Yeah. Is this a happy cycle? Um, strictly speaking, if it's a binary black and white option between happy and sad, um, I, I would okay. say that it's not a happy. It's not a happy cycle. Certainly, it's not. But like, it's not that it's a sad cycle either. I think that it's a cycle that reflects a lot of a lot of the natural cycles that exists in nature where it it's it, it may 
feel brutal to us on the outside, but it's just sort of nature. Like nature exists because of conflicts between like two existing principles, right? And that's all that this is. The reason that there's anything is because these two principles are in contention with each other. And without that contention, there wouldn't be a story. There wouldn't be action. So is it, is it kind of like a brutal Whoa, ending? Is it, a, is it sort of like an unhappy cycle? <laughs> it is. But Me and the audience are like, what? <laughs> but the fact of the matter is that that happening is what allowed this story to exist. You know what I mean? Am sure. I allowed to keep calling this a comedy <laughs> podcast after that? No, yeah, no. I think it's funny because uh, the audience is also giggling right now. Just so you know. <laughs> I have to take this off of comedy now because I said something that was, was serious. Let me wipe the sweat off my forehead after that one. <laughs> yeah, Max, why don't you, what are your thoughts on that? Can you respond? Okay, you want me to respond to that? So, um, this is an endless cycle. And what we have here is a doomed number one and a number two that just keeps seeing it happen every 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 cycle mm. and so it makes me feel really bad so if i was listening to this or if i was telling it to a child i think the thing that i would learn from it is something's got to change yeah okay especially if you're seeing that you're splattering matter and becoming a cloud you've got to change your ways so even though number two is extremely naggy just stop worrying about you know your pride and change something about yourself if you're about to explode and vanish into thin air please before you do yeah well i, I think that you're on to something which is i would like to apply the narrative of this story to different scopes so you've sort of spoken to how this story speaks to an individual Right? Isn't it? Are, are you as an individual more a number one, or are you a number two? That's a question for the the oh, audience. Would individual? like presumably they've just answered one or two. We can't hear them. Are you a one or are you a two? You're a. You know what? I think everyone's like us. They're like, oh, I'm a two. I'm a two. Uh, I'm a I'm a two. But definitely. Are, are you? Definitely I'm a two. Like. Like we just said, we're twos. Be honest with yourself and. Be a two for a second and realize that you're a one. Do you understand? Yeah, me? it's it's easy to say that you're number two, knowing the end of the story and knowing the end of the cycle. <laughs> but be honest with yourself. When number one was doing their thing and they thought they were being a two, matter one. and <laughs> condensing into this whole complex system, you were like, "Heck yeah, number one, that's me. I'm a winner. I'm number one." And they're like. Number two, you better start making matter because you don't matter. Nice. Yeah, good. I bet I bet number one said something exactly like that for sure. Yeah, I mean, I wrote down the script, like the 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 text of what you were saying, and he didn't say that, but he could could have have. probably said, said "What's the matter with you?" There are probably a lot of like space and matter jokes between the two of them, starting with one. One is definitely the comic comical character. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. 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 Give me another joke, number one. Give me a space joke, oh, Tyler. Come uh, on, I need uh, a space are joke. You, are you going to help me make all this matter, or are you still spaced out? 
Oh, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. Literally, because you've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Not as okay, more of an observation, but <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, number two, are you gonna do anything soon? Because I'm ready to rock and roll. Because he's making rocks. Number two is like rolling their eyes and they're like, can you clean up this like metaphysical crap? Eyes. Yeah. Can you clean up this crap? Number one's like, whatever. There's You're not even taking up any space. <laughs> but do you care about all this stuff out here? Like you don't even exist in this corporeal space for you to be inconvenienced by the stuff that I am. Do you even care? Like I forgot about you a trillion years ago. And now you're like, it's time to start again. Big whoop. Number two. I'm starting to like number one more. He's like, spare me. <laughs> Come on, spare me your your high and mighty <laughs> lectures, number two. Okay. I got rocks to build. What have you ever done? <laughs> have you ever built a rock? Have you ever smelt a rock, number two? Get at my level physically get on get number on my two level. is going number two is is like floating around going hmm huh <laughs> that's it <laughs> number one is also rolling their eyes like god is he gonna do something he's just judging me although if i'm being honest i think that i'm a number two in the negative connotations too where if there's like a conversation or like events going on. I'm much more comfortable being the, the guy that's sort of in the back, like thinking for a long humming time, and humming and hawing, and then like come in with a real zinger and feel like I've done a lot, even though I really haven't said anything until that moment. Yeah. Like, yeah, I definitely feel the same way. I'm like humming and hawing to myself mm -hmm. and maybe maybe like judging in my head but not saying anything and probably no one will ever hear it and i'm not going to do anything about it um for sure for sure can we okay we've we've talked a lot about uh, per personal like are, do you as a person identified as one or two we've talked about that a little bit how do you feel about this story being applied to like a society or like the like or humanity Yes, I think this story, like, the lesson is, there's a lot of lessons, like, clean up your act, mm. and the other the other one is speak up, maybe. There's a lot of things you can get from it. I don't know. We have to, like, can we come up with a solid lesson for this? Because it's li basically, like, a story that you didn't bother to make them characters, you just made them <laughs> They're characters. We just identify with them. They're characters. You didn't even give them names. It's like one and two. <laughs> You're saying that I'm lazy for not naming one uh, Franklin and no. the other one Abigail? You can call them Franklin and Abigail if you want. Okay. Those are both the names that I love for my future children. <laughs> Did he do that on purpose? Of course wow. not. I don't want to call them names. Franklin and Abigail are bad names for these two characters. Let's not give them names. No, no, I agree. But yeah, society, like, yeah, there's a lot of messes happening and people are on like Reddit and they're like, clean up your act. And number one is like, no, I'm going to keep going until they get blocked on Reddit. <laughs> so, okay. 
That's Reddit. What about like banned? Ban- sure. You're like, what about banned? No, they get banned from Reddit. Oh, they Reddit. get banned from Reddit. <laughs> That's okay. A little bit more on the individual, like maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Again. Like, what about Earth? Like, do you feel like this is applicable to Earth in any way? Yes, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Do you want? Do you want to talk yeah. about it or? Oh sure. <laughs> The world is a mess right now, and the world is ending, and someone's like, it's time to start again. And they're like, well, I'm busy on TikTok right now. Tell me about it. Like, this is... Okay, so we need to tell everybody about this story. Because maybe this story will start a chain reaction to cleaning up the world. Skylar. I think that if everybody in the world heard this story they would realize that they all have a number one and they all have a number two inside of them. And Mm. it's time to listen to number two. Let's go number two. Let's go number two together. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm only saying it like that because of the potty reference which I think is funny that I didn't realize it until minute 31 that we were talking about number one and number two. (laughs) Um, What do you mean? Wait, can you explain that to me? What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, you got to go to the bathroom, so you say number one and number two. Why would you say that? Are you going number one or number two? Why would you say that in, like, relation to going to the bathroom? I don't get it. Okay, you're joking. Okay, okay. No, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like... What do you mean you're going... Why wouldn't you just say I'm going to the bathroom? You want me to explain to the audience? Okay, when you need to go number one that means you have to go pee oh and then we have to go number two that means you have to go poo you know oh, that god why would you just why would you ever need why to are you sh- pretending that you don't even why know would that you, what's up why with would that you sh- skylar why are you pretending like you don't know number one and number you two mean is? i'm gonna i'm gonna tell somebody what i'm gonna do in the bathroom at, uh, by a number Ew, why system? are you putting on this act what are you talking about why would i about? do that why would i tell somebody what i'm gonna about to do i'm gonna go to the bathroom and that's it. You don't have to tell them what your business it is of theirs, of what you're about to do. It matters. It, it matters. matters. I did know what the numbers meant. I just wanted to hear you explain it. I know. Well, I did explain it. But maybe now now that I think about it, maybe you intentionally, subconsciously named them number one and number two based on the potty references, kind of making me feel like these characters are really nothing but number one and number two here. What do you think about that? Even though they're like formless clouds, there's a lot of issues that they have. They are not perfect beings. They are. They definitely have a lot of faults, and I think that's important to talk about. Yeah, I mean, is, it, is this still in context of the, the, the potty references, or is this now more of a general sort of thing? Well, you didn't name them Franklin and Abigail. You named them Poop and Pete, basically. <laughs> That was I had to rewrite it. Originally, their names were were um, urine and and, and poopy. So sorry. Yeah. So don't be a poopy. Well, you want to be a poopy because poopy is number two. Wow, this is a great (laughs) this is a great episode. I'm actually into this. (laughs) What this has turned into is essentially. I think how you felt when I made your story into like a horrible. <gasps> Wait, do you feel no, like that? Like, I'm sorry. I'm not offended, real? but I am sad that now we're talking about bowel movements. 
Like that part of it. Like I'm existentially. But you sad. brought it up. No, well, I didn't want it to be about. Wait, pee-pee I did. Well, what what would you like to talk about <laughs> next? We can. I mean, it's now it's about this. Now it's about a, a potty language. I was just saying, these formless beings that I mean, when I first heard about them, I was like, wow, these are kind of godlike creatures. They have problems of their own. Number one, doesn't know when to stop. Mm. And number two doesn't know when to speak up. Well, you ever stop? You ever doesn't know? You ever try to stop a number one midstream? See, you continued with the. <laughs> this little is where joke. we are now. I didn't. I, I listen. I didn't call an Uber, and I didn't tell it to drive to a toilet. But I did climb into an Uber with you, and we both somehow. I don't think you told it to, but now we're we parked and we're at a toilet. What? Oh, we got into an yeah, we got into an Uber. Look around you. Humor. We got into the Uber, and we're here, and now we're next to a toilet. It's happened. I agree. I, there's no blame here, but there's no denying this is this is where we are. This is the space. You're right. Um, so one thing we could do is I was kind of talking a little bit about <laughs> we got sidetracked, which is fine the story is a complete cycle and it kind of has like a bad ending where it keeps going back to the same thing poor number Mm -hmm. one isn't an issue here do we want to talk about maybe how we could get out of the cycle yeah no yeah like we could talk about how to how to break the cycle like what what needs to change or can it change how do we change so what would you what would you, what needs to happen? I what needs to happen here? <laughs> so there are two competing consciousnesses, right? I, I have a proposal. Yeah. I think. Can you say what could happen to get out, and then I'll say okay. it. Okay. All right. Uh, well, why don't you go first, and then and then I'll say mine. Okay. My desire is the reset happens. It's time to start again. And then they're two formless beings, and number two says to number one, let's work together. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've been watching you, and I've noticed that you just keep making stuff, and I'm just trying to watch you. I think we need to put our brains together and come up with something useful. Number one says, number one says, okay. They live happily. They live happily ever after. <laughs> cool. And they make Earth. Nice. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> Thank you. That's something that we could. Yeah. We can go. Sure. On. All right. Now, now tell me the real one. <laughs> no, like mine's the same way. It's just I'm gonna come at it from a different angle. Mine's the same. It's gonna be the same okay. exact thing that you said, just said in different words. It's important to note that the two entities are always. <laughs> made from one entity Mm -hmm. right it's there are two halves of the same whole and something about the cycle means that the two halves must split but the end must be that they join together i think that them together means that the conflict has ended so there needs to be a cycle of this where instead of one winning out over the other the two need to somehow come to an agreement and an understanding and awareness of each other 
that they are part of a whole and the resolution to that breaks the cycle and they remain whole and aren't doomed to continually split so the real ending the real lesson you can learn from all this is communicate say what would you just mind? call your mom from time to time like it would that kill you oh. if you just gave your mom a call or a text or something Jeez. yeah just seriously <laughs> <laughs> we I, we didn't want to make this episode of the podcast but your mom kept messaging us on instagram every single day would you please tell my son and or daughter to give me a call or a text or something would you just get, communicate please for once it's always her doing the instigating of the communication audience members audience members yeah you're you're saying audience members your mom keeps instagramming us she keeps instagramming okay, us the so story boys to somehow reach out because this is the only we know that this is the only media that you listen to because the only thing you'll talk to her about is how much you like the story boys call your mom so just call or call mom. anyone that you have an issue with i'm a phone caller Skyler, <laughs> you are famously I, this is the bizarre thing is i despise talking on the telephone but <laughs> but you and but i call you yeah, every you day. and i talk so frequently that it's it's not like it's transcended that level of a discomfort <laughs> oh my gosh if you had to say okay first of all i talk to you on the phone maybe an hour a day at yeah. least at least yes that means i talking on the phone with you takes up one twenty fourth of your life <laughs> at least because it's true that's how much i talk to you on the phone yeah like that's not insignificant and if that's the amount of communication that it takes to to get because now here's the thing is like max and i are are a number one and a number two in our own rights but i think that we're We've also combined. We've also combined to a larger to one podcast to entity. one huge story boys bubble. One bubble of one bubble of boy, and we've and become. it's not that we're indistinct from each other. We've, we're both two separate entities. There's still clearly some some one and two in there <laughs> in the bowl. But we've gotten pretty close through an hour of communication every day. Um, we've gotten close, but. We're still distinct, but we're okay, still one big entity. So that's a lesson, right? Lesson learned. Call whoever for an hour a day and you will combine into one person. <laughs> and you'll make a podcast. But don't make a podcast. No, make a podcast. No, you should make a podcast. We did a podcast. If we can do it, everybody should. Yeah, everyone should make everybody a podcast. Should make a podcast, I guess. Why do people not use their phone? to communicate with people why is why is it that every time i call someone they're like god you're weird you're so weird for calling me on the phone do you know how weird you are for calling on the phone i'm like no you are and except, like yeah time. you are definitely i don't call anybody i don't call anybody ever unless it's absolutely necessary that i call them i'll receive a call <laughs> I'm happy to do that. I like sometimes, sometimes I don't want to receive a call, but I like it's, it's, you are a rare person to a rare, a rare breed. breed to prefer, uh, like 
this is how this is why phone calls are weird is because you put your mouth to the microphone of your phone but then the the yeah. proximity of your mouth to the microphone makes it sound like you're in the ear of the person that you're talking to oh yeah it's I like strangely that. it's like you're you're close it's like you're close to me you can hear the other person's thoughts if you talk on the phone if you're texting them you can't understand anything that's my problem when someone texts me i'm like i don't understand you and so i call them and say what did you mean by that can you just say what you just texted me but in your voice so i can understand what you mean you can certainly hide and this is my thing is like because since you and i are best friends and we almost exclusively talk i don't text a lot like i text people outside of that but i don't send long messages so like my texting skills are actually very poor because my my number one communication is actually through talking on the phone. Through telephone. Through your phone. <laughs> Telecommunication. Like what do people do with their time when they're not on the phone talking? Because I am, Skylar, surprise. Well, this is surprising. I actually call a lot of people a lot. That's, a lot of that's not surprising to me at all. I'm not it's become it's become a hobby like i could honestly say that calling people they're like so what do you like to do i like to call people on the phone that's honestly one of my hobbies you said surprise almost any other thing that you could have said after that would have been more surprising <laughs> than the fact that you call people a lot that's like this is max max is my friend he's a music teacher he calls people a lot it's like the third thing you would say about you that's a good fun fact that i haven't used before because it is surprising to people that that's a trait it's for some it's controversial human. for sure for sure it's <laughs> like not everybody's cup of tea to be to talk on the phone a lot i think it's a trait that people should adopt it is it's it's important to be able to talk to somebody on the phone <laughs> yeah like there's times when you need to be able to talk to people on the phone you're right like i call this is what this is true i'll call like a customer service because like i'll try to spend some of my Mm -hmm. own money and then my credit card's like uh you didn't want to spend this money Mm -hmm. did you and it's like yeah i do i but it's my money let me spend it so i have to call the credit card company (laughs) so that i can spend again my own money uh, and I call them and like a lot of people will get anxious or nervous that they have to talk to yeah, some another person. Nervous. And I like, if not for our almost continuous phone conversations, I would be one of those people for sure. But I'm not. Yeah. I am ready to have a whale of a time with this customer service person. Yes. Yes, I, I like enjoy yeah, it. Like, I want to know what they're about. I want to like. So you enjoy how's your it day? too? <laughs> like we're we're both stuck here. You've got something to do. I'm here because I've got a problem. Let's just t- like if we're here, let's just talk about it. How are you doing? Wait, can you tell me the truth? So like that quality of wanting to get to know the customer service person. Have you always had that, or is it only because we've been talking on the phone so much? I. I would say... Is that a new trait? Yeah, I would say that our conversations have certainly played into that. I mm-hmm. think there are, like, as I've grown as a person and, like, you know, yeah. because of my experiences and because, of, like, quarantine is, like, 
is, is real something else. Like, it, it's nice to talk to people. Like, it's nice to have like a, a, a communication with someone you don't know. Like, what's this person about? And I used to not enjoy that. Um, mm. And now I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I like it. There's nothing more that I want than to connect with a random stranger. I love meeting people. And I push those conversations along. I'm good at that. Thanks to our conversations that we have uh, three times a day. <laughs> Once you've had <laughs> just like sheer numbers of conversations, like statistically, we've had a few very good conversations and a lot of like probably very bad conversations. And we've had conversations that are very normal and boring. What do you mean? Like negative conversations? No, like, where like, we're like qualitative, oh. qualitatively. Like we've had conversations where like neither person's paying attention yeah. or like listening to the other person. <laughs> but we've also had like conversations where we're very attentive of the other person. You know what I mean? We've had conversations where I'm attentive mm -hmm. and that you're mm -hmm. attentive. We've also had conversations where we're not attentive. We've also had conversations where we just mumble the same phrase <laughs> in different voices <laughs> over and over until it's completely inaudible <laughs> to that a human. is a large percentage That's of our conversations. True. That is a big percentage. We just kind of say the same thing over and over again and, and cloud it up into our own voice where we won't be able to understand the other person. And then after that, 30 minutes of silence, and then you go, okay, Max, I, uh, uh, I'm i going to hang up. And I'm oh. like, what? Why? <laughs> 30 minutes of silence, honestly. That's extremely true. It's like... <clears throat> Oh. It, it's so true that it almost feels like oversharing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do that with some people, but I don't do it to the extent that I do it with you. All right, we should go on to a different topic, okay. I guess. That was really fun. <laughs> yeah, that was, a good, that was a good, like, bearing of... Curious, curious, uh, who likes to call people on the phone? Send us a DM. Send us a message on Instagram. Give us a call, <laughs> you know? <laughs> call us and tell us what you think if you like to you talk on the phone so much put your money where your mouth is give us a jingle sometime yeah oh man this is such a cool story because there's <laughs> not a lot of detail yeah <laughs> it could like you could replace one and two with two random characters and the same outcome would come out it's beautiful you know like number one is riding a bicycle and they are just doing all these tricks and number two is just humming and hawing and saying like don't don't do too much i know what's gonna happen number one just falls over on the bicycle you can adopt this to a hasbro version is what i'm trying to say yeah like <laughs> we don't need to go into it but i'm just saying for sure like yeah. boiled down to its roots like okay on a very real level, it's like a metaphysical explanation of like the duality of how I think that that things are and like the, the duality of like human consciousness, I think, is, is really what it's about. But if you also boiled it down in another way, it's kind of like this is an analogous story. One time uh, when I was younger, I was working on the farm with my father mm -hmm. and on the farm, sometimes there's like spaces of time where there's not a, a whole bunch to do. And I couldn't drive at that time, so I couldn't drive anywhere. So I'm hanging around and I'm whittling yeah. a stick with my knife, my big pocket knife that I have. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I'm like, 
I've decided that I'm going to stick the point of the knife on the end of the stick and my hand is holding the other hand of the stick so that the knife is pointing towards my hand, my other hand. And I'm like, I'm twisting oh. it, right? Like I'm twisting it. I'm putting pressure on it. And oh. I'm like doing this for a while and I'm making it out just fine. And then my dad walks by and he goes, you're going to cut yourself. And then that snapped my concentration and then my hand slipped and I did cut myself. I stabbed myself in the hand Yeah, because of that. And I've still got a scar to this day from that time I <laughs> stabbed myself on the farm. And this is like the same Man. story, just sort of taken out into like a really astronomical uh, size. Okay, we can transition that. So that was a case where number two interrupted you and you vanished. Yeah. Well, you cut yeah. yourself. So what about a situation where number one was left alone? And they didn't have entity number two. Would number one, knowing that number two exists, go and create this super cloud of energy and matter? Or would they have a different goal in mind? I think that's an important question, right? Because you could say that number one is, trying is to show off. doomed to... Right, I think you're on the right track. Where number one is either doomed to meet this fate regardless and it's hubris that that is like his his doing in or that number one is like yeah. incensed by number two sort of you know coming in and 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 pretending like they're the authority on on matters right if you're doing something a hundred if you're like working out and you're picking up a heavy weight and you somebody's like oh, you better not pick up that weight. It's too heavy for you. Then guess what? I'm going to pick up a heavier weight because what do you know? Yeah, or... Yes, <laughs> you might be a personal yes. trainer, but you're or, not my personal trainer. Yeah, and then you drop it. But if you're number one alone in a gym, you might just be able to pick up that heavier weight without anyone watching you. But because someone's watching you, you might even pick up a heavier weight. You might pick up something lighter because you want to be able to lift it really really mm -hmm. well so it's like number one is the way that number one is because number two exists this is also a meditation that's used a lot in in performers like i've heard it through the like realm of like conducting circles okay. but like it's true for all like performers and actors where the enemy of a performance is self-awareness so if number one is continuing to expand mm. unaware of itself then perhaps that's not an issue it's it's number two bringing the reflection putting a mirror in front yeah. of number one and saying hey you better not do too much and then that is enough to sort of collapse this ecosystem yeah you're right i think i become more self-aware when there's nobody watching in the right way but when there's another person watching i might do something that I'm really doing not for myself. I might make judgments because of other people, which is completely applicable to my yeah, life. Yeah, it's like self-aware versus self-conscious. I don't want to talk about it, but it's completely applicable to my life. <laughs> Give me like an example from your life where you're like that's maybe affected you. Like maybe like a real personal well, moment, like, you know, like a personal relationship. There's a big or pressure. Yeah, sure you want like the biggest. Okay, I'm going to be there's a huge pressure for me to uh have a really nice body yeah. 
because of the gay culture a little bit. There's a big pressure to look really nice. So um, I wonder how I would treat myself if I didn't have to feel like I was competing or trying to get somebody's attention. Mm. I wonder if uh, I would even care about that. You know, and that's just something to think about. And I'm not going to have the answer right now, but it's because of your cloud story. I, you know, I feel like I have a better understanding about myself, becoming more self-aware. Thanks. That's a really. To your complex yeah, matter. That's like a really cool thing that you just said. I feel like that was like for real. Nice. Or was I mean, that just a big joke? <laughs> I mean, like it didn't change my no. mind. It just made me remember that. Jeez, it wasn't that strong. It was literally a story about clouds. Scholar. I just want you to tell me that I've changed your life. And it took us 56 minutes to get there. Like changed your life for the better in like a really significant way. Have you though? Because I, okay, maybe you've screwed up my life because because you exist, I call you 124th of my life and I could be doing push-ups. But because you exist... Uh, I'm not doing that. Also, it's very much the same way on the other side. Problem with your... (laughs) Where I'm wasting your time. Problem with your (laughs) hypothesis there, bud, is that you you ever heard of speakerphone? (laughs) You could do push-ups on speakerphone and still talk to me. Oh, okay. I mean, I was going in the direction of Skylar. Because I exist, you now have to spend more than an hour's worth of time talking on this microphone. Uh, and more than an hour every day talking to Mr. Dabby. <laughs> Why did I just say Mr. Dabby, Mr. Dabby instead of Max? Awful to hear. And, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was really strange. And um, you also have to spend time uh, editing this podcast. <laughs> to listen to, this is like a long, we've been recording this for like, I think longer than we've recorded other episodes. So I'm really going to have to dig in there. <laughs> sort of like separate the wheat from the chaff between this. <laughs> This Absolute is what you want. Ramble of an episode that we've got going on. It's a, a good, good episode. episode. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think we've done a good job rounding it out. I think that we've given a, people a lot to think about. Hopefully, I mean, like, there's not a story that's grander than this one in terms of application. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I've told the only story. No, I do like that's the story. Worth telling. It did make me nervous when you were saying it. I was excited. You were nervous because you didn't know where I was going. You didn't know that it had like a an end. I was going to stick the landing. But yeah, no. Now we've now we've taken a story with bones, mm. and we've we've been able to grow from there. So we've learned a lot about ourselves. I think that I've um, given us a perfect jumping off platform for the perfect podcast. This is the perfect podcast. Well, with that said, um, tell three friends about our stories and. We want to be famous, so, uh, you know. And in case you haven't seen it, we have posted a video about the future of this podcast. We're moving to a bi-weekly format from now on. Yes. So please uh, check out the video. It's on our Instagram. Yeah, we are pretty exhausted. Um, so we're going to close this wonderful meeting of two formless clouds. We are going to uh, bow our heads now and wish you and your loved ones a safe and healthy time in the coming days. Uh, 14 days until we meet again. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna close this meeting. I'm gonna say it because now it's time to start again. Thank you very much for listening. It's time to start again. And follow us on Instagram. Goodbye. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Goodbye.